Hey guys, super exciting episode today, episode 100. Christian and I decided to interview ourselves and the best part, there's no questions that are off limits. We're gonna talk about stuff that's illegal. We're gonna talk about college days. We're gonna talk about the future of bit branding. Hope you enjoy. This is The Marketing Natives, providing actionable ways to grow, improve, and succeed in your business. And now, your hosts, Christian and Aaron. What's going on today? We actually have a pretty special episode because this is episode 100. Hundy. 100 of the Marketing Natives. And we decided to, I mean, we said that we wanted to do something special. We just didn't know what. And uh, yesterday I actually came up with this idea of Aaron and I interviewing each other and just asking random questions. So we don't know what the other person has written for the questions. So this is all going to be very organic and uh, maybe a little bit crazy. We we said that we're going to do uh, what was it, two kind of business related questions. Two business related questions and the other ones are, you know, could be anything. Anything. Yep. Nothing's off limits. <laughs> what? I don't remember saying <laughs> that, but whatever. All right. How do we want to start this? Um, rock, paper, scissors. All right. Uh, best two out of three. No, this is the first one. All right, two out of three. Two out of three. Rock. On, on shoot. All right. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. All right. So you want, okay. You go first. <laughs> is that how it works? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Did okay. you want to go first the whole time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. So let's start with... Um, <clears throat> A real, real easy question. All right. Oh my gosh! Are you nervous? No. All right. I mean, this is super easy, really. Um, <laughs> do you think hot dogs are sandwiches? Hot dogs are not sandwiches because right. sandwiches have yeah they have buns just like hot dogs, but a hot dog can't be a sandwich just because it can't have cheese. But it, uh, they I've can seen have hot dogs with cheese. Yeah, but not like not a flat piece of like American cheese. That's what def- that's what the definition of American hamburger sandwich or gotcha. anything like that. You have to have American cheese. All right, all right. So I guess that's fair. Cool. This that was is a it. little easy warm up question, right? Okay. Um, let me oh see here because, uh, dang, all mine are not easy. So, <laughs> dang. All right. So let's do the opposite of um, the easy here. This is uh, my. I'll go a little bit farther down. So, what keeps you up at night slash your biggest regrets? <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> um, Why is that terrible? Uh, this is such a hard question to just jump in. It's like, <laughs> here you go. That was one of my easier ones. <laughs> what keeps me up at night? Or biggest regret. Yeah, not s- plural, just one. And I'll continue to talk to the audience what you think here, because it could be anything. So it could be, you know. I mean, I guess what, what keeps me up at night. Um, Don't say Netflix. That's not an answer. No, no. I would say like I like. OK, so I'm originally from Puerto Rico. So, you know, that some people that are listening may not know that. Mm-hmm. But in Puerto Rico, we had like a pretty big family. And we're always together. And. It scares me the fact that we're all like just scattered now and like it's hard for us to like get together and like like everyone get together, you know, it's like 
last time that happened was I guess last year with my cousin's wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, majority, probably ninety percent of us went to ninety five. Went to Puerto Rico, um, but I mean that's like that. It's not necessarily like maybe it's not like the family component, but like the like leaving your like your hometown and like and I think we've talked about this where yeah. like our kids like growing up in a different generation and like I don't even have kids but that just that stuff just keeps me up at night right <laughs> yeah. um but like just thinking about all those things like oh all these traditions that you know we've had in Puerto Rico and blah blah, blah and like now I'm you know living here in Texas and like I mean there's different things and I'm not saying it's like it's bad it's just like this change you know and it's like different things and mm-hmm. um and that's just kind of like, I don't know. Scary, the unknown. Yes. Yeah. And I, I just don't know. Okay. Like if I think about like my kids, like I want, I would want them to speak Spanish, you know, fluently, but like, what if they're not even like interested in like, you know, I've heard of parents who like try to teach Spanish to their kids and like, look, mom, I don't want to learn Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, why do you need that? I don't need Spanish. Right. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah that's, it's difficult. that's scary to me. Yeah. I think it'd be easier, just as a side note, I think it'd be easier if you do it from when they're, like, a baby and they just naturally do it, but it'd be harder if you're, like, trying to teach them later. I don't yeah. know. So, yeah, it's just weird. So, very good answer. Thanks. Thanks. Regret? I mean, that was that was a different thing. That was a different part. It was whatever kept you up at night, because nothing really keeps me up at night, because I fall asleep pretty quickly. So, I mean, I do fall asleep pretty quickly, too. So, that was why but, I said that, okay. was because if you didn't stay up at night, then regret. Gotcha. No, but like, I guess it doesn't keep me up at night, but it does. It's like one of those things where like, when I'm just thinking about nothing, like that pops up in my head. Um, Then that means you answered correctly. Good answer. Thanks. All right. Are you ready for your question? Yep. Um, Actually, since we were talking about family, I think I had a family one. Oh, yeah. Um, Do you have, or what's your favorite family tradition? Favorite family tradition. Um, I don't know if it's the f- my favorite or not, but it's the first one that came into my mind whenever you said that was um, ever since I was a little kid, my mom would always make, like before we could open up presents or anything, she always made biscuits and gravy. And so... Like Christmas you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's a Christmas tradition. So we'd always wake up super early. My dad would be like, I'm not getting up. But my mom <laughs> would get up and my dad would get up because we were making the biscuits and gravy. And so my sisters and I would help my mom make it biscuits and gravy not because we necessarily want to help them in the kitchen but the faster she made those biscuits and gravy the faster we could eat them and then um open presents so gotcha. but opening the presents had kind of moved to the side and just having my mom's biscuits and gravy on christmas morning has been like you know that's very nostalgic for me to even say right now so that's mm-hmm. a cool tradition i think i had a follow-up question to that depending on what you answered but like do you think that's something that you're gonna keep going like doing with your family yeah um yeah more than likely i mean that's actually something that we talked about in church at one time is like what traditions do you want to continue on with your family Mm -hmm. and one that brandon and i started we don't have a family is the going to a christmas tree farm so i like adding you have a family huh you have a family okay it's It's just coming okay there's a baby coming (laughs) sorry future son or daughter i don't know what you are yet we'll know next week or something like that um there's one coming, but <laughs> what we want to do is, you know, continue to go Christmas tree shopping or Christmas tree hunting, um, mm-hmm. and go out and cut down a Christmas tree. But I definitely like the idea of like Christmas morning, like waking up and like cooking breakfast together and stuff. So 
I probably will continue to do that. It's awesome. just difficult to talk about Christmas right now when it's like almost 80 degrees outside. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what I would say tradition-wise. Hmm. All right. Um, this, this is kind of around family. Um, or I assume a lot of people answer this question with family, but... I'm always curious more about the in-depth part of it. So I know that's enough preface to tell you that. All right. So who do you look up most to and why? I mean, yeah, you have to say family. I mean, my, my mom and dad for sure. And I wish we, we went to Florida for Thanksgiving last year and I ended up staying up late just talking to both my parents. Everyone was asleep. And I'm saying late and I'm talking about like two or three in the morning Dang. And, we were, and I mean, they, so just a little backstory, they're up at that time because they work at Amazon and they mm-hmm. just have weird hours where right. they actually work in the morning. So it, I ended up just staying up with them and, and talking. And, um, and one of the things that I was telling my dad was that my grandfather from my dad's side, he was very entrepreneurial. He had a bunch of businesses. At some point, he owned a hotel, a newspaper, a, a TV station uh, in Puerto Rico. Wow. So there was a lot of things that he did um, while he was, you know, in Puerto Rico. And just, he, he just he was a people person. So he knew a lot of people um, and he knew how to, like, make them do whatever. You know, mm-hmm. so he was he was very good at that. Um, and like, I, I want to like, that, and that's what I, I want to kind of want to say. Like, I, I definitely look up to, to my dad and my grandfather, um, and my mom too. Um, but as far as like an entrepreneurial side of things, I think, you know, that's definitely an inspiration for me mm-hmm. to like, you know, do this business and like keep doing other ventures and other things in the future. Um, and I guess going back to the regret question, I told my dad that night that like that was probably one of my regrets was like not not talking to my grandfather about those things or like you know we never had conversations like that when I was in Puerto Rico and he had done all those things like that was like things that he had done while, while he was kind of like younger um, so he was retired and you mm-hmm. know uh, it was like maybe when I got older where I kind of realized like holy crap my grandfather was like a yeah. VA like he yeah. did all these things and like um mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that was, like, a moment where I was, like, crap. Like, I wish I would have, you know, had all these conversations about all these businesses and, like, all this stuff. And, like, I don't know. But um, I definitely look up to them. Um, My brother was also, like, a huge inspiration for me. Mm. Um, He was the one who gave me the bootleg version of of Photoshop for me to get started (laughs) even doing something remotely to what I do now. Um, So I definitely have to thank my brother for, um, for that. And I think, I mean, outside of my family... I want to give a shout out to Coral because, you know, Coral is also. <laughs> Please, <laughs> Coral. Sorry, um, Coral. But, I mean, family is usually always, like, a big inspiration. Um, uh, but, I mean, I guess outside, you know, there's always just uh, the, I don't know, like, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> and people like that, like Noah Kagan, Gary Vaynerchuk, um, which, like, you follow on social media and, like, you kind of follow their trajectory and, like, everything that they've done and, like, you know, that to me is inspiring too. And I look up to those people in a sense of like, okay, I see what you're doing. I see what you've done. Like, and that's cool. And not necessarily, I want to be there at some point as far as like the famous or popularity part of things. But the fact that I feel like they always talk about like, you know, having a dream or having a goal and Mm -hmm. like just literally going for that. Right. Um, And I feel like that's everyone, everyone who's famous or that has like, you know, 
it's in that level. Um, they always say that, like, it, it was a lot of hard work and it was just, you see that goal and you just keep going at it, you know? Right. Consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Next one here. Uh, <laughs> Wait, did I? Yeah. You asked me that question. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. I feel like I have them like all like mixed oh, mine around. Are, mine are all mixed in for okay. sure. Okay. Um, let's go with maybe something more business related here. Um, so if you had to, if you had a chance to just start a brand new business, okay. If you had a chance to start like a brand new business, like today, like tomorrow, I guess, knowing everything that you know now, how would you start it? And what would you do differently? I guess to like, I mean, let's say that you know the information in your head, but you don't have the connections, I guess, because mm-hmm. that would be kind of cheating. You don't have any connections. You don't know anybody. It's a new city. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you do differently, you know, starting right off the bat day one? Probably figured out exactly who we, who we were trying to, like, deliver a service to. So I think before we were, like, we knew we wanted to help business owners, and we went to networking, and that's kind of, like, we fell into, like, oh, okay, now we need to find our way within networking, but... Um, specifically like what problem do we solve to what audience and how can we deliver that value to them that they're going to make a purchase and then also getting more on the digital side for us in the beginning too Um, we did a lot you know in the very beginning from just networking because we were building digital products for everybody else and I would have said we needed to create a course we needed to create this and if we would have done that in 2016 our courses right now would be you know huge so um, I think that the online education and knowing exactly our target audience would have been, you know, number one. And then, you know, this would be a different conversation, but obviously it's our first one. So if we, not if, but when we start another company or whatever that may be, um, in addition to, not that we're getting rid of bit branding, um, but in addition to, it, I think it can grow 10 times faster just because of the knowledge. Mm, and right. and that little caveat of you saying that we can't have our connections, we would still have those. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. All That's right. Wait, I was gonna say. Um, no, I'm not gonna say anything. I no. thought I had a follow-up question, but I don't. No, it's not no. good. Yeah. No. Oh, well, it's bad. You can ask it too. <laughs> I just don't remember what it was. Like I wrote those questions, and then in my head, I had the follow-up questions. So. Gotcha. All right. So this one is. Oh, this is. This should have been the easiest one. When, uh, like, you know, when you asked me about the hot dog and stuff. So this one should be a a thirty-second answer. When you were a kid, what was your dream car versus what is today your dream car? (laughs) That's funny. Literally just yesterday, I was driving down the road and my dream car was in front of me, and it was a Nissan 350Z Uh or whatever. For some reason, like, I just like that car so much that even, like, one of my very first, like, early passwords was Nissan 350Z. <laughs> nice. Don't try to use it now, guys. You it changed doesn't work. It. it doesn't work. Um, I've changed passwords since then. But, like, that was, like, one of my very first passwords. Um, but, yeah, I, I was just like, oh, my gosh, that car. Because it was kind of like a sporty look, yeah. you know? So, like, it's yeah, like it's sporty like but car. practical. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, that was definitely my dream car. Um, right now... I don't know. I guess, like, I would definitely love to have a Tesla. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, I mean, probably for you as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
But like, so Megan and I had this conversation of like, if you could have like five cars, <laughs> each, yeah. But we went like, you know, you have your Tesla, right? But then you want to have like a Jeep, you yeah, know, just for duh. like adventures and stuff like that. And then you might want to have like something super practical, like a minivan, you know, mm-hmm. just like carry a lot of people and whatever. And then like, you know, have the Tesla, which is like the economical, you know. And then you have like a really fancy like sports car, um, right? Like an Audi. Ferrari, I was saying. Yeah, you know. okay, yeah. Um, I don't remember what the fifth one was. <laughs> a dump but, truck, that's the only thing you don't have. Yeah, a truck, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not a dump truck, but just a truck, you know, yeah. if you wanted to, like, haul some stuff and, yeah. Right, got to yeah. move drywall from one part of town to the other. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Nice. All right, see, I told that you was, that was an easy one. That was, yeah, that was, that was easy. Um, <laughs> all right, let me, this is about bit branding, kind of. Um and actually, I know, like, I know the, an- I know one of the answers to, to this question. I just want to see if we're on the same page. Um, okay. So this question is, um, does bit branding have any unwritten office rules? Yes. Which one? <laughs> or which one just popped to your head? Um, no flatuations. <laughs> Was that what you're going to say? Yeah. Yeah. I guess nice. that was the one. Is there, is there any other ones that you... Unwritten. Um, no, not that I can think of. Are you thinking of some? No, no. That was the only one. Yeah. Like, I mean, I wrote this question based off of that. Off of a real scenario. <laughs> yeah, a real scenario. But, yeah. So, I guess just to give the, the listeners a little backstory, like, in the office that we had at the apartment, this rule was not in place. So, mm-hmm. it was just a free-for-all, you know? And it was just a, a bad working environment for everyone involved. So we decided that when we had a legit office that that rule is going to definitely be in place. Yeah. But it's not written, so it's technically an unwritten We better rule. put it on the wall while we're thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, okay, so you may have a similar one to this. I actually... Actually, let me just think here. One... Okay. I don't think I've asked you any business one, so let me go to that. All right. So what has been the biggest surprise with starting a business? Um, probably the the amount of time <laughs> and the self-discipline that it takes. Because, like, <clears throat> even a lot of, talking to a lot of people when we were working at the, at the apartment where we had the little office area – um, people would say like, oh yeah, it's awesome. You know, you get to wake up and just, um, work, but other people, and I would say majority of the people were like, man, I give you props. Cause I could not do that. Like I could not, you know, be disciplined enough to, you know, have a schedule and wake up and actually do work and all mm-hmm. this stuff. Um, and we did that for a while too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would say the amount of time that it takes to, to actually do this. Cause like as a business owner, you're doing everything you know Mm -hmm. accounting finances hr management management like actually doing the work promoting or marketing your own business so it's a lot of it's a lot of time commitment um and it requires a lot of self-discipline i would say yeah i would agree with that and then i think the uh, obviously we got busier but like the one good thing about having is that we could step away from that and at least go to the living room we made our lunches so we always ate Mm -hmm. pretty healthy um a lot of times brina was making us food for the lunches anyway yeah Yeah. Uh, but then we could watch friday night lights which was a very good uh, yeah i remember at the very beginning of our company when we were working on the apartment 
we would take an hour lunch break and then we would watch a whole episode or sometimes even I feel like movies um, just during our lunch break. Yeah. I uh, can't do that anymore. <laughs> right. I was just thinking about the other day. I literally had enough time. It was like 2.50 or 2 o'clock or 2.05, sorry. And I had a meeting at 2.30 and I was like, okay, do I have enough time to drive home, like a five-minute drive, grab enough food to eat and then come back here because I didn't bring my lunch. Yeah. And that's like a normal day now. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so I have this question here. I actually self, said self-discipline, but I feel like you have – a greater I don't know I mean you have more self-discipline I would say um, than a lot of people that I've met myself um, <laughs> you've met yourself <laughs> hi hi Christian hello um, so where do you think that comes from self-discipline mm-hmm. um, honestly it's more of a deeper question than anything so I've self-discipline is like a muscle so if you use it then it continues to build but I went to college not because so like actually i don't think many people know this but i wasn't gonna i had offers for track and all that stuff and i did run track in college that's how christian and i met if you didn't know that there you go little Mm -hmm. tidbit but i only went to college because there wasn't really many options and i didn't know what i wanted to do in high school and it was really like my mom messaging me or actually she told me like while she was in the kitchen and i was um like washing my hands in the bathroom and said hey you know i submitted some of your times for you to um you know, to this coach and he wants to have you on the team. So let's go check it out. I went there and then the only, I mean, I just kind of got pushed into it, but, um, it created some discipline for me, but more importantly, I didn't want to go back to a five-year reunion and be like what I always saw other people like, Oh, they're overweight. They're not doing anything with their lives. So my motivation was like, I don't want to go back to my small town and, look and have people look at me and think of me differently because of that. So it was more of like a peer pressure thing. And so throughout college, I was like, okay, how can I stay in shape? Which, you know, track was one of those. And then running is a huge discipline and being able to do that. So that built up a muscle and then it also just compounded into other things. So it's like, oh, well, what's good with running? And I listen to music and then people talk about a podcast or reading. So then I would read and because of reading, it's a discipline. So it all built on each other. But really, it was out of fear of of gaining weight or like interesting losing or, you know, not looking as good or like seeing other people more successful than me for my high school because you know, I was like a, a B student in high school, but I just focused on like sports and that's all I cared about. And then after high school, like, again, I applied to some colleges or whatever, but I wasn't like, oh yeah, I'm going to go to, you know, here, this is what I'm going to do. It wasn't really planned out. Um, and so it was like, okay, these people are probably thinking that I'm going to work at like the local factory, you know, get a kid by 19, nothing wrong with that if you do. <laughs> um, and so, I mean, I think that was a big motivation for me. And to even graduate college, too. Like, I don't really care to graduate college. I don't think that I necessarily needed to graduate college. I probably would have been starting a business a lot sooner. But I probably finished college just because I was already into it. And if I start something, my parents just told me to finish it. So, you know, that's probably why. Gotcha. Dang, Long I answer. didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't Long know answer. That. Interesting. Hmm. So now it's my turn to ask you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I can't remember if I was like... <laughs> All right, so you can say this, um, or you can uh, answer this with uh, the most, since this is uh, a non-explicit podcast, you can explain as much or as little as you'd like to. It's no limits, but um, the most illegal thing that you've ever done. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 
Uh, okay. Um, and then most illegal is really like it's not a, a it's a subjective or a, like it's your statement. So like you could say murder, but maybe some people don't think murder is the most you know illegal yeah, thing. I don't think I've done that. No, yeah, not that we know of, but <laughs> or that you want to share on the podcast. Um, I'm just kidding. I mean, I really want to share this story, but it would definitely incriminate the both of us. Oh, <laughs> I know what story you're talking about. Yeah. It involves flags. Yes. Yeah. Definitely the, the most um, illegal. Yeah. And I don't want anybody to. Yeah. So he can't answer that part. Um, it wasn't bad. We never hurt anybody. Yeah. We never hurt anybody. But so, it was it was a very fun night. Yeah. But yeah, we'll leave it at that. How about that? Dang, we're going to get messages on that. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Next question. Um, next question. Um, ooh, this is kind of fun. It involves a little bit of business here. Um, it, may, it may have to do with product marketing. I don't know. If peanut butter wasn't called peanut butter, what would you call it? Um, well, just completely different? I would yeah, call I mean, it. You, I mean, think of think of it as a marketer. Creamy gelatish. Uh, That's what we would call it. Yeah, creamy gelatish looking uh, brown stuff. It's no. a really long name. Yeah, no. <laughs> I would call it. Uh, there's already like nut butter, so it can't be that. Um, what was another word for butter? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, butter? Peanut cream. Cream. Peanut cream. What? Well, no, I don't want to use peanuts either. So I want to. There's no other word for brown peanut. cream. <laughs> Excellent. Brown cream. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Good Just, luck advertising. Yeah. That. Can you slap some brown cream on my sandwich? <laughs> Which is not a hot dog. Just to get full circle there. Hot dogs are not sandwiches. Right. So you can't put brown cream on there. If anybody comes up to us in person who are local here and you say something about brown cream, I'm just going to at least give you a high five. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, next one here is. All right. Um, this will tell people um, not. This has nothing to do with politics. I don't think anyway. But do you believe? There's two parts to this question. Do you believe we landed on the moon? Uh, He's wearing a NASA hat, people. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, I don't. Uh, I'm fifty fifty really on that one. Oh, and if we landed on the moon? Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, so this is the one where we decide whether or not to be business partners uh, anymore. So um, part two to this is, are you a flat earther? Oh, no, absolutely not. Okay. okay. I know how vocal you've been about flat earthers. and <laughs> So now you know how to answer the question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what the name of the documentary is, but if you guys look it up on Netflix, just go do it. Um <laughs> It's, it's so dumb. They actually do a test on the Netflix documentary with this guy who was a flat earther, and he said they did, the, they did the test, and they found out that the earth was actually not flat, but they're like, yeah, but there was the wrong, um, wrong metrics, and we don't believe the data. <laughs> so like they, they actually proved themselves that the earth wasn't flat. Um, huh. Their biggest, their biggest um, reasons that they said that the earth is flat is because they they were like in Canada or like in really far north uh, U.S. And they're like, yeah, if we're not flat, how can we be in Canada and see an island out there if there's hills? <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So good to know. Um, <laughs> if you're a flat earther, we're not picking on you that much. But, yeah, we are. I'm just kidding. Um, all right. So this is, I guess, bucket list related. Is there something on your bucket list? That you haven't done yet. I know you've done quite a few things. 
on my bucket list that I haven't done yet? I don't know. Uh, you know, the things that are on there is like, you know, they're all kind of like travel related. I feel like like visit here or here. yeah, exactly. So I'm trying to think of something else would be cool. Um, it's on a bucket list, but it's also kind of like, dang, this is gonna push the limits. Um, is I want to get in a cage with a great, well, not with a great white, but get in the cage in the water with a great white swimming around me. I'm fascinated mm-hmm. by sharks and I love great white sharks. So anything, any cool shark movies you gotta know know about that are realistic, let me know. But. Um, Isn't uh, uh, Jaws? I think is what it's called. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I've seen Jaws, so so nothing like that. It's not really that realistic. I went to the studio or yeah, Universal Studios, and I saw the shark that they use, and it's like some yes. animatronic. Like, yeah. f- well, I was like, oh my gosh. But no, like I would love to swim in the water with a great white. I think that would be the biggest adrenaline rush ever. And big, or uh, yeah, I think it's Big Blue. She's pregnant right now. It's the largest great white in the world ever recorded on camera. She's like seven and a half or almost eight meters long. Um, and meters, like for those who are not, you know, it's a little over three feet. So imagine a 24, 25, 26 foot shark, which hmm. is, I mean, probably the size of, it's probably the size of, actually, it's far, it's probably longer than uh, the width of our office. So that's a big shark. Yeah. Um, but I don't plan to see that shark, but I would love to see a great white. I think that would be a bucket list item that would be pretty cool. Like swim in a cage with a great white. Yeah, not in the cage with a great white, but in the water <laughs> with the great white while I'm in a cage, not outside and they, of it. Yeah, and the great white is outside. Maybe if I did it enough times, I would get out of the water, but it would have to be like, because mm-hmm. Ocean Ramsey, yeah, Ocean Ramsey does it, and she's fine, I think. You know, whatever. I know a lot of people who do it, but that's scarier. So if I'm in a cage, I feel like I'm okay. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know about that. I'd have to probably start with, like, tiger sharks. Some, yeah, some smaller. Or a little mako <laughs> or, like, a bull shark. I don't know, hammerheads, those those kind of freak me out. So maybe not a hammerhead, but definitely want a great white. <laughs> Interesting. Um, did, did I ask you? Yeah, I asked you that question. Uh, how do we forget who asked the question? Um, I don't know. I just, Isn't uh, that weird? Yeah, because it's, <laughs> it's my turn, and you're looking to ask. Like, <laughs> um, okay, so this is another thing. No, uh, I don't know. What, I put number seven here, but this has nothing to do with that because <laughs> I've asked four or something. I don't know. What are and my questions are pretty good. Uh, what are you most insecure about? <laughs> What? Uh, you can rewrite questions if you want to, because you said nothing's off limits, so I was like, <laughs> I'll do whatever. Um, my armpits. Armpits. Oh, yeah, yeah. you had I that. Talk, to- I talked to you about that. Actually. Yeah, you had that. Do you, do you still use that, that Tom, or the whatever t-shirt, t- whatever? I, don't, I forgot the name of it. Um, yeah, I still have it. I just bought one, and it worked really well. Okay, so what happens is my armpits just sweat. Like, it could be the coldest room. Like, it's just... Like, our room right now, it's cold. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they just they'll start sweating. Um, and there's not much I can I can do about it. But I, I think it also happens in, like, um, like social situations mm-hmm. where, like, I don't know, like, what's going to happen or I'm not comfortable, I guess. When I'm, yeah, when I'm not comfortable, like, usually happens. Um, it has nothing to do with, like, hygiene or anything like that. Um, and I've used, like, prescription strength deodorants mm-hmm. and, like... It works a little bit, but it's not when it wants to happen. It just whoosh, like it's just waterfalls. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, Weird. Yeah. So I bought this T-shirt that has like 
almost like diapers on <laughs> <Yeah>. your armpits. <laughs> you um, looked like buff, <laughs> yeah. like on the shoulders and yeah. stuff, like yeah, just like, right there. Huge like, pads, like right here. <laughs> and it works awesome. Like you don't see anything, you know, through the other shit. So it doesn't like bleed or anything. Like, not bleed, but like, you know, like. And it's a successful <laughs> company. So obviously you're not the only one who yeah. like goes well, through this. I think it's Thompson T or something Yes, like that. that's it. It um, is something T. Yeah, so I bought one of those and it works great. I probably need to buy more. Um just to have them on deck. Like them. But it doesn't work. I mean, I can't wear a t-shirt underneath this. You know what I'm saying? Like, that no. just doesn't make sense. And in the summertime, if you're like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're in Texas, so it doesn't work all the time. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I like I don't remember having this, like, when I was in Puerto Rico where it's, like, hot all the time. It's, hmm. just, it's just weird. I feel like it just has developed over time. Yeah. I, well, it's like, uh, you know, allergies. If you get allergies, you're going to get them before you're 30. But if you can get past 30, then you're not going to necessarily have allergies statistically. Mm-hmm. So I was about to say, is that like a scientific thing? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, that, that's what they say. I don't know. I guess everything's been developed by that point or whatever. I don't know. But hmm. how, right. how many more questions do you have? Right. I got a few. <laughs> I don't have. I mean, dang, I wish I had better questions now. All right, so you talked about conspiracy theories with the whole moon landing and the flat earth. Do you believe in any conspiracy theories? Or is there one in particular that you're like, oh, yeah, Bigfoot? Well, I mean, that goes without saying, but (laughs) you don't believe in Bigfoot? Yeah. Okay, so uh, outside of the normal beliefs in those, um, the JFK thing is always fascinating for me, and it's always, I mean, it's cool because we were in Dallas, but there's just conspiracy theorists to just sit down there which i thought was cool when i was visiting brianna one time way back when and even now it's like i don't know was there a second shooter in the grassy knoll like that's that's one of those ones where like the footage the the zapruder film doesn't really it gets one angle of what happened there so (laughs) you know i believe that there was a second shooter i think i don't know i just i just think it's really interesting um, there was actually a college course I could have taken for history, and it was all about conspiracy theories. And your job was to just argue one way or the other, but you had to back it up with facts. But the good thing about a good conspiracy theory is that there's good facts on both sides. Mm-hmm. The bad part for what happened um, with JFK is that not everybody had cell phones, and otherwise there would be a ton of footage and we wouldn't have this right. issue. Exactly. Um, but a small side note, there's actually a guy that we know. He was he had footage from um, a guy whose dad was down there filming on the other side. So he has the other angle of the Zapruder film. And this son found it up in his, in his parents' attic when uh, his dad yeah, passed away. And so this guy that we know, I can't really say who he is, uh, this guy that we know got to watch one of 12 different videos there's a there's one of i think one or 12 or 11 different videos of the other side so there's only like 12 or 13 known videos and the other like 10 or 11 even the zapruder film are all like in a classified place and like rejected uh, redacted Redacted, yeah. yeah and this guy found the film it was like the missing one and got to watch it and so it's like the actual footage from the other side of what actually happened so i think if i could watch that interesting then maybe but so i think that would definitely be the answer gotcha all right all right so i pulled in um i figured you would ask a question like this but I, this is a good question from brianna um because i was like hey what's some good questions to <laughs> Wait, so you phoned a friend? I phoned a friend. I didn't know this, is, this is available. This is, no, so it's like it's not a friend. It's kind of like um, 
Let me text Megan real quick. Uh, yeah. Well, I was going to say, if you're married, it's okay. <laughs> well, Boy, no, no, no. Like, making out rules. No, I'm just saying, like, because that's, you know, the law sees it that way. Huh. So, I mean, you could text Megan if you wanted real quick. But um, Brianna's question is, let me pull it up here, because um, she says, oh, I like this one better. It's a Disney one. Um if you could be any, or better than the Disney one, she had a good Disney question, but I'm not going to ask it. All right, so if you could be any superhero, again, who would you be and why? And I think that's a good, like, easy question that, you know, kind of falls along with what we were saying. Hmm. I don't think I have a go-to that I've always been like, yes. You know? I am platypus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, 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 well, actually, yeah, there is. They're all scattered through the office. Oh, yes. I was talking about that with people today, actually, on my run. Like, you don't look at them as superheroes, but they, they are, are superheroes. Heck yeah. yeah. We're and talking about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean, they're definitely up there in my list. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I would say I'm more of a... I always said I was more of the Mikey. Um, kind of. You know. I feel like a mix between Mikey, Mikey and Raph. Raph. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> definitely. Okay. I can see you getting mad and throwing size at people, mm -hmm. for yeah. sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. leave me alone, turtles. You know? <laughs> I can see that for um, sure. But I would say, like, recently, because of, like, you know, we're Marvel fans. So, like, Thor is definitely, and I feel identified with the full fat Thor. Spo oh, spoilers. Yeah, I was, getting ready, I was getting ready to say, do you uh, identify with fat Thor? No, if people haven't seen Avengers Endgame now, this is going to be going out yeah, in, true. like, this the like, end of May. You're, yeah, like, way yeah. behind. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, Anyways, Thor's fat. Yeah, <laughs> Thor's fat. But he's still strong. Uh, yeah, he is. So you identify with that guy a yeah, little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, okay, so I think this is probably, I have maybe one or two more questions, but, um, okay, so if animals could talk, which one do you think would be the rudest? The rudest? Cats, hands down. Really? Yes. Are you kidding me? Those huh. dumb things, sorry. Those <laughs> dang things, all they want to do is have you pet them and feed them, and then whenever you want to, like, oh, come here, I want to love you. They're, they're very like, selfish, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they're like, get away, give yeah. me catnip or get out of my life. <laughs> like, that's, that's true. They're so rude. Um, every other animal is pretty nice, other than those blackbirds we have here that migrated from Mexico because some kind of coastal thing, and now they just crap everywhere, and they, like... Blackbird. Yeah, they're like, like the, the no, they're not like those blackbirds. They're the ones that like the little crackles or whatever, um, grackles. I think that's what they're called. But they're mm -hmm. like native to somewhere in Mexico in a jungle, and they went up this way. But they're the ones you see everywhere, like in the parking lot, oh, eating in the your food. Yes, intersections are and like they're just in those trees, and you like throw something in the tree, and like a billion come out. Mm -hmm. Those things are very rude. They huh. try to hurt other animals. I don't like those ones. <laughs> Those and they're ugly too. Like they need a freaking. They need to go check out our spa one and go get them petty. So, those birds for sure. <laughs> All right. Um, so, what's a major event that happened in your life that changed your perspective of the world? Oh my gosh! You, what? My questions are um, good. Huh? A major event that changed your perspective. Yeah, so it doesn't. So, for example, this would be a major event to change your perspective of the world. I think it should be more personal for you versus like, okay, nine eleven obviously changed everybody's perspective oh, of the world. Okay, yeah, so definitely moving. Okay, for sure. Like moving from hundred percent Puerto from, Rico. Yeah, to from a little island in the Caribbean to middle of the United States, small town USA, like ten thousand people. Was it ten thousand? No, yeah, no, yeah, about ten thousand people. people. 
Yeah. That definitely changed my perspective on everything. And would you say that it was a better change or a positive or a negative? I guess at first, like, I'm. whenever we moved, I was going to be a senior in high school. So, as you can imagine, I, that was, like, the worst thing in the world at the time. Yeah. Um, I guess when I was when I was still in Puerto Rico and I was, like, saying my goodbyes and we had, like, 20 different parties to say goodbye. At that point, yeah, I thought it was, like, the worst thing in the world. <clears throat> um, but once I moved, I had this attitude of, okay, I mean you have to make it the best you can, you know, mm-hmm. and you just have to, you know, join the soccer team. And I joined the soccer team in my senior year on a school that I don't, I didn't know anyone. Um, and just like do all these things and like, you know, just have a blast trying to, you know, just go through it. And, uh, I mean, that definitely helped me a lot. Um, and I eventually stayed through, high school college and now working still here in the United States. <clears throat> so, uh, I mean, I've enjoyed journey. Um, but that's something that like I had to tell myself, like I just need to make the most out of it and, and have fun and not dwell, you know, in the past or, I mean, we did go every summer back to Puerto Rico, like the first three or four years, um, and got to like still, you know, have fun with our friends and, and all that stuff. And, I still went to, you know, my Puerto Rican high school, like graduation and prom and all that stuff. So I got to experience that along with, you know, my new friends from Kansas. Um, but I mean, all of that, like moving, like definitely changed my perspective and uh, definitely made me appreciate uh, hometowns a lot mm-hmm. more. Um, you know, a lot of kids just want to either leave their hometowns and, and, and all that. So, yeah, I would definitely say moving. And I would definitely recommend people to like move like do a drastic move like that at least once in their lifetimes um where they yeah. just move to somewhere where they don't know anyone it's just like a literally brand new environment like people weather like everything um it'll definitely it'll make you look at the world as just an awesome place really right i was gonna say i mean mm-hmm. and we talked about this before our combined moves in the last 10 years is probably like 40 yeah like We've both moved a lot, like almost every year. And then some of them were with each other. Uh Yeah. Dang. All right. Is this it? How how much longer? I I got a couple more. (laughs) How how long have we been recording for? Uh, 34 minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought we've been doing this for a lot longer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's your turn. It's my turn. I only have one more question, and it's regarding uh, Ranger Aaron. Do you know who that is? I do, but what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, like, so I wrote Ranger Aaron as like, oh, I want to ask a question about Ranger Aaron. Okay. And then I didn't go. I like all I had was like, where did it come from? <laughs> That's um, not even a good question. Well, I think it's. I mean, who knows? So backstory and very short backstory. We were traveling in the Grand Canyon in Arizona and stuff, and I had a really cool uh, traveling hat, and it looked like a ranger hat, kind of like a ranger Rick, Uh if anybody remembers those. And so I just wore it, and I figured he talked differently, so I decided to do different (laughs) accents with it. But for whatever reason, I did them on Instagram stories, and I like literally couldn't respond to all the people who (laughs) who were messaging me, telling me, like, hey, 
I really like your Ranger Aaron <laughs> adventures, and it was so weird. Um, so maybe I need to bring that back. I don't know, but uh, yeah, that's that's. I like to do different impressions or different accents. Well, you brought it back for a podcast, or maybe it was a tip for tip show. It was or tip something. for tip, yeah. yeah. After that trip, and I was like. I don't know, kind of like out of the blue, but it came yeah. from that trip. I feel like the first part of the episode, we were just laughing the whole time. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. All right. So my next question for you is, um, I, did I ask you this? One thing that you, if you, uh, one thing you wish you could go back and undo. Mm-mm. I didn't ask you that. That's another good one, huh? I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> Nothing really. I don't think, I don't, I'm not a. I don't think, yeah, I'm not a huge believer of, you know, oh, if I could go back in time and change this one thing, my life would just be way better. And I feel like that's the thought process, you know, when people say, like, oh, if you could go back in time. That's true. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I feel like everything does happen for a reason, so it's a good part. Right, right. So if you have that mentality, then I think it's different. Uh, I had a question here. It was about... um, let me ask you this one, because you actually talked about this recently on Twitter about legacies and leaving legacies behind. So Are you stalking me on Twitter now? Yeah. Um, what do you want your legacy to be? Legacy. So my tweet was not necessarily about legacy, but it was kind of about legacy, I guess. It was my tweet um, in a paraphrased version was the way that we do th- the way that I'm doing things now. I want to just make sure that you know I'm leaving a positive impression on people or I care more about the the impression that I'm carrying I'm leaving with people or whenever I'm gone like what people are going to say um which is legacy yeah it's definition of legacy yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay true <laughs> true so I just explained to you guys what legacy was that's that's pretty much what you told me um okay so I asked the question again now like what do I want my legacy to be uh-huh. I want my legacy to be or I guess in your terms you know what would you like people to say about you Dang. I don't know. I think just kind, uh, very giving, philanthropic, made people laugh. I think that's important. Um, And that he, I don't know, that he cared about other people. Because that's what I do. I mean, I feel like even growing up, everybody is very selfish about, you know, things, their own time and whatever else. And even our company is successful because we give up time that doesn't make sense to give to people that we, it doesn't make sense to give to. Um, so I feel like that's just something that's a big part of it. And then also like from a religious standpoint, which is not religious, more spiritual standpoint that you can tell that I was a Christian if you encountered me, which is something that I need to work on more. But I feel like that's a big part too, because it doesn't matter. I mean, regardless of what you think, that's not a religious podcast or whatever, but like regardless of what you think, you know, and statistically in the next 70 to 80 years i'm not going to be here and the people who talk about us as soon as those people die unless there's some kind of you know thing brought down and we create something amazing we're 200 years away or maybe even 300 years away where people just aren't talking about us Mm -hmm. so when you think about it that way it's like okay the people who are around if i can influence them to be a better person or a better christian or anything like that and change any lives then that's what i would want because you know, we're going to die and whether you believe you were going to go to heaven or you, you know, going to walk around as a ghost, um, 
or reincarnate uh, or, or whatever. Yeah, whatever you believe, it, do, it doesn't <laughs> matter. Um, like it won't matter. So mm-hmm. it's just about uh, doing the right thing. But yeah, I don't know. That's a long answer to say it's difficult. That's a really difficult question to answer. It is. Nah, that was a good one, huh? Yeah. That was a good one. All right. But I mean, yeah, I would say, I mean, you've inspired me or molded me into who I am today by just, like, I like I even remember, like, still being in Kansas, and there were times where, like, I didn't want to do anything that day. Like, I just, like, no, nah, I just, I just want to stay at home and chill. And you'd be like, no, 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 dude, come on, come on, let's go, let's go, man. Like, it would be something stupid like that where, you know, like, no, no, come on, dude, like, and then we ended up having, like, one of the best days in the You know, like, it, like that would have not happened if if you would have not been so persistent. Right. That's also <laughs> a blessing and a curse. I'm very persistent. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because uh, giving you some backstory, I, Christian would fall asleep in his room. He's in Puerto Rican time, so he'd, like, <laughs> sleep forever. And uh, his parents would let me in or Coral would let me in yeah. and just bang on his door for, like, 20 minutes, yeah. like, until he was just, like, fine like i'm getting up i'm gonna go shower and like me and justin or me and gabe would just sit on the couch and like talk to his mom while he got ready and then we finally did stuff yep like that was like pretty much every weekend Uh, or in college i mean there's enough gap on his door um i was talking about this with gabe the other day and gabe's one of our mutual good friends and he was like dude if you shut christian's door one more time I, I was literally gonna murder you, <laughs> like, yeah, because so the, the door frame, the, when the door is closed, um, and the, within the door and the door frame, there was enough wiggle room that Aaron <laughs> grabbed the handle and just like constantly, like that was like his favorite thing to do. Okay, but also the guy the night before was like, "Hey, make sure I wake up." But if he really <laughs> wanted to wake up, he would leave his door unlocked, and I would just like pour water on him or something like that. But if he didn't want to wake up, he'd lock the door and I would just do that, and he would just sit in there but i know he was awake and i know he was just ignoring me and then he would just like dude stop i was like are you gonna go to the class no and then okay oh that's funny (laughs) all right was that did you ask a question yeah i think yeah it was a legacy one okay so this one's um pretty easy and i think this is one of my last ones too so if you had a million dollars how would you spend it it's not a lot of money anymore. So, like, if you had a million dollars, how would you spend it? Um, I would pay all my debt. Woo! I would pay all my parents' and brothers' and sisters' debt. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the $2 that I have remaining, I'll get all <laughs> <laughs> Right. Go, go get a Chick-fil-A sandwich. Yeah, Chick-fil-A sandwich. Yeah. Um, no, but, yeah, I mean, I, I would definitely do that. Uh, especially because, like, I mean, my family, they've always... Like, as of us, like, immediate family, um, we're sort of, like, always taking care of each other, um, like, mon- like monetary ways, you know? Um, so I would definitely do that if I had a million dollars. Like, that would be the first thing. It was, like, pays everyone's debt and, like, okay, now we're good. Right. <laughs> um, but, I mean, with whatever's left over, like, I would still, like, say, like, I would want to do some kind of really cool, like, family trip. Um, That's cool. And yeah. take, like, you know, just all my family. Um, and do that since like we're just like so spread and whatever like last year was the first time that we all of us got together for Thanksgiving mm-hmm. um, but it's just so hard you know to get everyone scheduled 
at the same time and be able to all go and do it and like so yeah i would definitely do that but do like a longer like i don't know week or two week trip yeah like 14 days in the caribbean or 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 europe Europe or or something yeah. yeah all right um i think i have one more but um I don't know if you had another one, but I have an idea if these could be our last ones. So a question that I asked you that you think it would be a good answer that you're like, oh, yeah, like that's a good question. I want to ask that same question to you. Like if you were thinking that that you wanted to know from me uh, and then the same thing from you um, that I could ask. And I was like, your... oh, yeah, let me see yours. <laughs> if you can decipher that. Uh, if you can. Oh, gosh, there's so much stuff that's falling out of yours. <laughs> Look at all this um, stuff. Yeah, there was, I, I think there was one. Um, I'll do the what's a major event that changed your what is it? Your perspective? Yeah, perspective in, in line. Um, yeah, I'll do that one. Okay, I feel like you know that answer. I don't. All right. Um, actually, I gotta. Hmm. I was gonna ask you about the sandwich or the the, uh, the whatever. But about the what? I actually, I think I have a good question because I, I'm not going to ask a question that you have because I have a good question I want to finish on that I think that uh, we talked about the other day, which is very rough. Okay, so. Oh, my gosh. Is this yours or no. am I asking Ans- you right now? No, yeah, answer my question to you. Okay, is what, what's the question? Repeat it for the audience here. It was the, I forgot the question. <laughs> what, what's a major event that has changed you? And your perspective about life in the world. Perspective about my life in this world. Um, okay, so I definitely get it. So actually, it was the anniversary of it yesterday. So I got in a car accident um, in 2013, mm. and I think that's the pre- that's the thing that changed. So we've been Christian and I've been in a car accident together in college. Yeah, <laughs> that was rough. Um, we were both fine, obviously. Yeah, and um, it wasn't your fault. No, some lady ran the red light and so this accident actually kind of was my fault or at least i got the part where they say if if you get the app fault it's definitely your fault but anyway um i couldn't see her and uh pulled out so anyway so let some lady hit my car long story short it totaled my vehicle which was my income at the time um because i was a delivery driver but it also um disabled me from being able to take a job where I was going to make a decent amount of money moving down to Dallas, travel the country. It's like I was 21 at the time, about to turn 22. And I was going to take a job at the end of May to move to Dallas. My girlfriend lived here at the time. I was like, that's a bonus and uh, do all that. And I had like company car. I was going to travel every week. I had no responsibilities and I had a really cool per diem and I had a really good salary. And then I pulled out in front of that lady didn't see her and she wrecked my car so i lost my income there i got my car towed and it was getting charged a hundred dollars a day literally i was like that's freaking highway robbery um a hundred dollars a day a car that didn't work and i couldn't take the job that was gonna make me money so i literally lost i didn't lose my job from pizza hut um luckily i don't know how i did it because i delivered driving i didn't have a car so (laughs) um so that and then i couldn't move to dallas 
because I couldn't take that job. But anyway, long story short, I went down to Dallas, took a job at the same company, but it was a crappier position. And I went in for an interview to work corporately later, like probably six or eight months later, never took a job position full time. I was more like, okay, they're going to be a temp position here um, because I wanted to be able to move very quickly. If I took full time, I had to stay for a year and I did an interview and usually I honestly do, I interview very well, but the interview was just like, and it was actually almost handed to me on a silver platter because the marketing manager said like, Hey, look, this guy's good. He knows his stuff. He should be here. And the guy who interviewed me was like, you know, it's like you, you were good, but I'm actually going to look for outside sources. And it was weird because nobody, they didn't open the position up to anybody. And so by not taking that position, it forced me to, okay, I need to do something else, which started doing other things more business related, which is what I would always love to do. And it kind of gave me the push. And then now that's kind of like the spawn of what really created bit branding. So all of that to go from that car accident, which was like, and it changed my perspective of the world of like, I don't control anything. So if anybody mm-hmm. thinks that they want to have control of things, they're wrong. And God had much bigger plans for me. Um, and if I would have taken the job at interstate, I would have been like, sweet six figures a year. I'm way too comfortable to be trying to, to quit my job versus I'm desperate and I've got to figure out a way to make this freaking work. And, um, so it changed my life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. I remember that story. Yeah. I was figuring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dang. All right. What was your last question? So has been nervous. Yeah. Well, we talked about it the other day. Um, and I'm, dang, I'm curious what you would say too, or what I would say too, cause I don't know the answer to it, but <laughs> great. Well, uh, no, 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 not because of that. But like if the roles were switched, because uh-huh. we talked about it the other day, cause um, you said like you had a dream that I died. So oh, yeah. Yeah. So my question to you is like, what would you do if I died? I mean, you can explain like, oh, well, I'd help play the funeral. That's nice of you or whatever in perspective. But this is really morbid. Yeah, I know. But we'll end on a positive note. Don't worry. <laughs> OK. Um, <coughs> so, yeah. So I had a dream that Aaron had died. But in the dream, like he was still like. He was still here, and he was just, like, kind of hanging out for one last time. But, so, you died, but in the dream, it felt like it was just, like, a, all right, like, a goodbye, and you're going on a cruise, but this cruise is never coming back. Yeah. You know? um, so, that's how it felt. But, yeah, throughout the whole dream, I was freaking out, um, <laughs> but I was freaking out about the company. Yeah. And uh, I was, like, well, what the hell are we going to do? Like, <laughs> how, like, how is this going to work? Like, um so, yeah, I mean, in the dream, I didn't know, like, it was, like, just uncertainty, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think, like, I was talking to Megan about it, and, I mean, usually dreams have to do with, like, what's going on or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like that's just, like, a thought that's, like, always in my head. It's like, you know, we started this together, um, and I would never want it to be, like, one of us leave. Um, but that's what, like, that was my thought. It was, like, mm-hmm. like, what happens if one of us leaves, like? you know, will this still be running? Like how, like, right. and it, I, I can think, I think in my dream, I was like trying to like answer those questions. Obviously I didn't. Um, cause I'm pretty sure I just woke up and just, you know, dreams are <laughs> like, Oh, you're doing this. And then all of a sudden like riding a unicorn and rainbow and like handling Hershey kisses to, to kids or something like that's a really weird dream, but you know, things like that. Happen. Yeah, yeah. Every yeah. day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but I don't know, like it, yeah, it, that's a, it's a hard question and i think i i have that thought in my head like you know what happens if you know one of us decides to like 
Yeah, it was fun, but um, deuces. Yeah, deuces. I don't want to do this anymore. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's a hard question, and it's. I mean, I think the the. I would still want to keep the company. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It would definitely change a lot. Right. I think. Um, but I think that's part of the legacy question, too, that I would want. And I think you would want, too, is, like, regardless of if somebody left, like, if the company goes away, I mean, that's a big part of what we've built for, I mean, literally the most work we've ever done on anything mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I wouldn't want, like, I wouldn't want to get another partner either. Mm, yeah, then you could keep all the money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. 100%. Nice. Dang, yeah. So that's, I mean, it's a difficult question. So again. So now you have to answer that. What I would do if you. Yeah. Well, so he's talking business perspective. I'm like, well, okay. It's kind of my friend outside of work, too. Um, well, yeah. But yeah, it, I don't know. That's where I went, like, whenever. Yeah. In my dream, that was, like, the only thing that was in my head, really. Yeah. So I, I can see that, too, because that's where we see each other most of the time, yeah. you know, 50-ish plus hours a week <laughs> at work. Yeah. But I'm also thinking, like, I don't know. We had a friend who was not super close to us, but close to us, passed away last August. And I just cannot imagine going through, like, that whole process with somebody who is literally, like, I've never lost somebody who's been extremely close to me and I know it's going to happen, but that's like the most frightening thing ever. So, I mean, I feel yeah. like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now you made me think about all the other like things like outside of work that like, yeah, I mean, yeah, that would suck. Yeah. It would so definitely... as difficult, um, I feel like me personally, I would just internalize it. Like I probably would need to like really talk about it and probably, I mean, I may need counseling or something. Actually, I know I would need counseling. Um, but I feel like I would internalize a lot of it at first and that would actually hurt me, but I wouldn't know how to comprehend or react correctly to the situation because it's still like, it's not so much grief as it is shock. Like, I don't believe this, like this did not happen, but it did. Um, so to answer that question, I don't know. I really don't know because for a very long period of time, like I would just be like, Oh yeah, it's just on vacation. Or, you know, whatever. But then it would go on and be, like, years or more. And I'm like, okay, we, like, wow. So, yeah. I would just be doing a lot of words where they didn't make complete senses, like <laughs> I am now. Which is, yeah. I don't know. So, on a positive note. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, uh, that was turned dark right there. Yeah, it did. Uh, <laughs> we're going to go back to the light. So, one last question for you, and then I'll close this out here. So, what are you most excited about with bit branding or your life? Or both, because they're kind of, you know, one and the same. I I mean, I guess for the, for the future of bit branding, like, I, I really want to have, like, a team. Like, right now we have two full-time employees, but... I would love to have literally like a full on team of like 10, 20 people. And like, I don't know, like I just want to, I guess to some extent, like I want to do less work, but oh, I also want to do, everybody, yeah, right. <laughs> um, I want to do more like, you know, guiding these people to, you know, throughout their careers. And like mm-hmm. that really excites me. Like I was thinking about that the other day, like, you know, we are shaping, you know, our employees into you know what they're going to be in the future right um you know not by just 
the work that we're giving him, giving them and the opportunities. But, you know, even our conversations and things that we're influencing them on and things like that, like that really like excites me. And like, like it's awesome to, Mm -hmm. to see that and see change within, you know, them and the work that they're doing and, and all that stuff. Um, so that's really awesome. Um, what was the question? What are you most excited (laughs) about in in bit branding or your life? Either one doesn't matter. And I mean, yeah, yeah, I think that's it. Cool. I think that's a good answer. All right. So this has been a longer than normal podcast and probably a lot of information that you guys did not know about us. One of us had some really cool questions. Some of us had some pretty good (laughs) questions, but I think you guys found out uh, some good stuff about Christian you can use on him, Uh, especially the illegal stuff, which, oh yeah, that was me. You you were part of it. Just kidding. Don't remember that. All right. So if this is your first time listening, this is not a normal podcast. We do talk about local marketing. We do talk about how to grow your business online. Um, and in person and offline. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. And just we just wanted to let you guys know who who is on the other side of this podcast. We also did a video, so we're going to let our video editor kind of uh, spice that up and <laughs> see what's going on. Yeah. Um, so look out for the video of this as well. But really hope you guys enjoyed this. Make sure you hit subscribe, and we'll be back with a regular episode next week. Bye. The Marketing Natives Podcast is a production of Bit Branding.